What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler, and this is of course where we get to talk about all sorts of animation. We got cartoons, anime, shows, and in today's case a movie. We are continuing the Christmas week. Um, figured out the order <laughs> Last, yesterday actually. Uh, we came out, I came out with the Grinch episode, wasn't sure when it was going to release and just figured why not drop them in the order that I record them. So today should be a Tuesday and doing Polar Express. Polar Express, I don't remember when this came out, I think it was uh, probably like mid, mid 2000s somewhere, maybe late 2000s and um, yeah, movie that I feel like a lot of people like. A lot of people associate with Christmas in terms of a good animated Christmas story. And let's talk about if it actually holds up. Because there's a couple things. Well, well there is one thing. <laughs> I would say the, the main topic would be, I want to talk about how the main character becomes a believer. Right? I think that's kind of the main like theme, I guess, of this movie is him not believing for the whole time. And... You know him him keep questioning like where are they really going where's this train you know what's you know what's going on with everyone but the other thing that i'm talking about first is just some weird decisions that i feel like this movie made um and it's not necessarily me saying that it's bad stuff it's just weird stuff that, that, that when you look back on it it's like i feel like they were uh, maybe not struggling but I mean, this is this is adapted from like a, a twenty-page <laughs> like uh, kids. Uh, what is it? Picture book, you know. Um, but we can get into that uh, before we do. Just a reminder: go to the Tiger T YouTube channel, find more stuff there, or any other podcast service, and you can find it there. Links will be in the description for all the places you can find this show. And you can also follow Tiger T on Twitter as well as me on Twitter. Links for that will be in the description. And have a good time, you know? So like I said, the first part here, very... Oh man, the, the well before even that, the, the people, the, the way the show is animated, very weird. Very odd. Like, like I feel like at the time, it was impressive. But you look back on it now and it's just like there's, there's something really uncanny about it where it's like everyone almost looks like real people you know like not the not the quality of the animation you know because i mean this was a decade and a half ago maybe maybe you know maybe longer we've gotten a lot better um but just like their facial structure and then like the way they move very weird like it's like it's close to human but it, it's not quite um, but getting into some of the stuff I actually wrote down, like I said, there's just some weird decisions they made in this movie that I don't feel like quite fit, and I don't really know what the point of it was. Um, one of the first ones I always think of is there's that scene where they are going through the train, and they're trying to get back to, you know, whatever, the, the cart where everyone is, and they're all sitting down, drinking hot chocolate and stuff, and... They come upon this one car that I think is towards, I guess it's towards like the front of the train because they're going back. And um, it's like with all the all, all the toys, all, all the broken and discarded toys. And it's supposed to be sad. 
like oh man these you know the these were left behind you know and santa has this thing he's trying to do we're trying to refurbish them and give them new life which is nice then it very quickly turns into like a horror scene because you have all these like marionettes and you know they're like they're like swinging around and you know you gotta bump into them to get past them and everything and then the two characters the conductor and the girl kind of pull ahead and our boy here gets left behind and that's when it kind of starts to be like oh this is this is kind of creepy and then he starts bumping into the marionettes he starts getting like tied into them and then the one throws a hand on his shoulder starts talking um and then you realize that it's like the the dude that was at the top of the train but <laughs> the reason the scene is so weird is because like one why is there like a weird like creepy horror scene in the middle of this movie like i don't think that like the tone of the scene is so different than the entire movie it's like why why did we include it you know like was it supposed to like scare him into believing because i feel like that's not really the message of the film and then just just like another <laughs> like when when the scrooge doll is talking to him it's like oh man this is scary it's like a ghost or something and then that moment you know you kind of believe it because you kind of see that you know maybe there's some sort of magic in this movie you know, just the fact that it is them going to the North Pole and see Santa and everything. But then he looks up and he sees that it's it's that, like, like homeless dude or whatever. I don't know. That's controlling him. And he's still, still scared. He's still scared after that. And it's like, at that point, I would see that, okay, this doll has not come to life. There's a dude that's kind of messing with me. Wouldn't be scared anymore. Like, oh, it's, like, it's, just, it's just, just a dude, you know? It's like with like uh like like real horror films, like real scary movies. So it's like oh, in the moment you're watching, it's scary, but but if you were ever like, I imagine, the people on set making the horror film, aren't scared of, the like demon or whatever, <laughs> you know like, I imagine when when they were making the like Nightmare on Elm Street movies, like the people on set were actually scared of the dude, in makeup who looks like Freddy Krueger, you know what I mean, they're just like, oh, that, that's Phil, or whatever, I don't, I don't remember who the, who the dude that plays Freddy Krueger is, um, I think he didn't, like, pass away recently, I don't know, that's not important, um, you know, so I feel like it's the same thing here, where it's like, one, why did the scene, why did we include this scene, with a weird tone, and then we just never talk about it again, and then two, why was, why, why was our boy here so scared, after he clearly, like, you saw behind the curtain <laughs> you know um you know it's like if, if someone performs a magic trick for you and then they tell you how they do it it's like oh it's not really special anymore you know because not because now i know now i know magic isn't real <laughs> um another weird thing why wouldn't tom hanks tell them where he was bringing the girl main character because you remember uh by like towards the first third maybe edging on the on the halfway point in the movie the girl loses her ticket right and so he's like i gotta come with me and they go to the back of the train and they like leave or whatever and it, it, it's just so weird because like they thought and especially the boy was like oh something's gonna happen to her like she's gonna get in trouble and then the, the know-it-all kid was like oh he's gonna throw her <laughs> gonna throw her off the train which is really stupid but i guess like kids would believe that because, like, in, in your kid mind, it's like, oh, yeah, if you don't have a ticket, then you can't ride the train. 
So he's obviously he's going to throw her off. Um, he was never going to do that. That's that's dumb. But he also made it like unnecessarily like mystifying and ominous at the same time. It's like, why wouldn't you just say, because like clearly these kids, you know, they know like they're kids. And then even the, the main character here, like they have some sort of a bond, you know, like they've, they, they've grown closer than other kids. It's like, why, why would you just say, hey, so she doesn't have a ticket, so I, so she can't really ride the train. I'm going to move her up to the front, and she's going to kind of help out, you know, because according to the rules, you know, she can't really ride in this rail car without a ticket, you know, just just explain it, and then there there would be no, like, nervousness coming from this boy. You'd be like, oh, okay, she's, she's not getting thrown off the train into the, to the snowy tundra, <laughs> you know? It's just weird, like, why, like, why, like, did he do that on purpose at the book? Because, like, he clearly wasn't happy later on in the movie when he saw them, like, not really messing around, but he saw stuff going on with the train, and he's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go check the control room, and he sees the boy there. So, like, to, to me, he wasn't luring the boy there for some, like, message, you know, some, like, uh, uh what's the, what's the term, lesson, you know? It's like, why wouldn't you just say, <laughs> you know, ease, ease everyone's minds and say, hey, I'm not throwing her off the train to her death. I'm just bringing her to another cart where she can be sans ticket, you know. Another thing with Tom Hanks, who was the conductor, by the way. Tom Hanks was mad at them for the caribou, you know, like, like, I, I understand it, right, Where because he was going with the schedule he's like i've never been late to this thing i'm not gonna start this time i get that but he was like yelling at them and it's like dude just look like slightly to your left and you'll see there's about four million caribou that are blocking our path right now there's nothing we can do like we stopped the train because if we didn't at, at least a few caribou would have died from the impact of the train and then th this train probably wouldn't be able to take it Cause how many caribou would it have to run like like caribou are pretty big how many would it have to run through before it gets like before it literally damages the train beyond repair you know um or, or at least beyond repair for them just being in the middle of nowhere so it's like again it's just an old weird thing where like tom hanks character is like i i get he's trying to keep to a schedule and he's the conductor and this is his job this is his role but like come on man you gotta you gotta step outside yourself sometimes um, and then the the last just weird thing I'm, I'm sure there's more stuff but these are the four that I really like stuck in my mind was that we don't know any of these characters names like none of them we're, we're never introduced to any of them I think maybe the boy who was like alone and like wanted friends I think his name was like Billy I think they say that like once in the movie like even that i'm not 100 percent confident and then even with that why don't we know the main character's name <laughs> like isn't that weird like part of me would explain this off as like a zelda situation where we know link's name but we never hear link speak in in games and that's most likely due to you know like them the creators of the game trying to be clever and making it so that 
the player kind of puts themselves in Link's shoes. You know, so you are kind of the main character. You're kind of being Link as you play the game. You know, because if he had a voice, then you could, you know, you kind of separate him, him as, it, as an individual. I'm not sure that's what they were doing here, though. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not sure they're trying to be that clever. of Like, oh, we're not going to give him a name because he's just the faceless, not faceless, but, you know, like it, the the nameless main character that any kid watching this movie can can put themselves into the shoes of. I don't know if they were doing that. I just think they didn't really care enough <laughs> to make him have a name. They're like, eh, it doesn't matter. Does he need a name? And, and I guess not. But I feel like if these characters all had names, we could maybe relate to them a little more. Um, and actually just care about their arcs and like their feelings towards each other and towards the holiday and um, you know how they save each other in certain moments. I don't know. It's just very weird that a movie exists and we don't know the main characters names. But yeah, those are kind of all the weird decisions that I feel like this movie made. Again, I'm sure there's more, but those are the ones that stuck out of just like, I don't, I don't understand why they, they wrote it that way. <laughs> you know, Hey, it worked again. Polar Express, one of those animated movies that people definitely look back on, um, as like top tier Christmas movies, but I don't, I don't know. And then the other thing, like I said, I wanted to talk about was really the main thing of the main character becoming a believer, which I think is the, the main theme of the movie. Um, you know, the main arc that, that this character goes through because everyone else pretty much believes, but he's like, he's hesitant. Um, you know, and I think that's, that starts off right in the beginning where he sees a train and he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> you know, he even initially is like, I'm not hopping on this train. This is, this is bad news. Um, but in that, and again, it's, it's, it's better exemplified in hindsight, but there being a magic train, pretty, pretty tough proof. You know, like train, train can't just ride on the street. So the fact that the, that the train pulled up on your house, there's something going on there, you know. Um, and then later on, he meets a man on top of the train. And that's another really good scene where they, they kind of hash it out a little bit. Um, you know, the main man up there, he, he discusses Santa, he discusses Christmas. Um, and even the man on the train, even in that like horror scene that we got, kind of berates the kid about like not believing and it's like because i understand where it's coming from where it's like at this point you still don't believe like do you not believe or do you not want to believe and like either one of those is pretty sad but like why like there's been so much <laughs> so much proof has hit you in the face um we haven't seen santa yet. we haven't seen elves or the north pole or anything like that yet but there's so much magic that has happened at this point in the movie and for you to, it seems like not want to believe, you want to explain it all the way, is, is very Scrooge of you, you know? Um, then a little bit later on, uh, the train slides across the frozen lake, you know? And like that right there, I feel like isn't too much magic necessarily, but it is the closest thing you can get to in magic, I feel like, in real life. Cause it's like, there's no way that should have worked. There's no way they should have been able to slide the entire train across a frozen lake and make it in that narrow little gap you know with um you know tom hanks saving them a couple times from falling off with the conduct not the conductor the uh the engineers or whatever 
been fumbling around but still be able to find a solution like that right there is like real life magic um and then i mean really <laughs> if you don't believe at this point once you start going you know once you start crashing through santa's workshop you know first the north pole is real it's here i mean north pole is real in real life but like you know there's like a whole village and everything and then for them to go to santa's workshop with all the elves and the toys and the the weird like militarization of the uh like i mean not even though that's not necessarily true um they're just like secret agency of it all you know where the, the people are deciding like oh they have a million screens they're deciding if that right there warrants them being on the naughty list or if we can let them slide this time you know like i i really enjoyed that but them seeing all this it's like at this point <laughs> there's we haven't seen santa yet in this movie but at this point come on man like you have to believe you know and, and i think up until this point it's been uphill you know where like the more he sees the more like magical things that happen i feel like wear him down you know and then the help of you know this girl that we see you know um billy i guess that's his name i think the conductor the man like everything gets tacked on and they, and, it, and it compounds on each other to the point where they go through santa's workshop and it's like it's impossible you know you know they still try to not enjoy this holiday or not you know want santa to come to your house um and you know it, it eventually works um you know because once he's able to believe once he wills himself to believe once he truly in his heart of hearts says like i i believe he can hear the bell ring um and that's great you know you know that's a nice little cherry on top of his story and you know to kind of wipe up all the negativity that he did have throughout the rest of the movie um and then we have a nice little epilogue at the end where he gets the bell for Christmas, right? Because he like fell out of his pocket or whatever, um, which that came all the way around <laughs> is his ripped pocket. Um, and he gets the bell for Christmas and he's still able to hear it. And it's great because, well, it's just a bell, like whatever, like that doesn't necessarily have to be magic, but his parents don't hear it. You know, his parents have a, have a comment and it's like, oh man, you got, you got a broken bell. How sad. It doesn't make any noise. And the kid and his sister are like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I can clearly hear it, you know? Um, and then there's some, like, epilogue further than that, I'm pretty sure, where as he grows older, like, his sister stops being able to hear it or something, but he's still able to hear it because he still believes, um, which, which makes sense because, it, you know, if you're assuming that the sister never went on the Polar Express, like, she'd just be like everyone else, but he actually went on it, had this crazy adventure, met santa spoke to santa you know um it also makes sense that he would be a believer for literally the rest of his life um but yeah that's that's it with that arc um again i just wanted to touch on the few points in the movie where i feel like again compound on each other to eventually wear him down and make him a believer um as as really every kid should every kid that is taught about santa in that way should believe in them for you know a little a little bit um, so yeah that's it for that movie um, again I I, I, I I do think but overall polar Express very good movie I don't I don't really think 
it's top tier, like a top tier film. You know, I honestly, I, I if you didn't watch the Grinch uh, episode I did yesterday, you should go check it out because I, I, I kind of like the Grinch one better. You know, it might be because it's more modern and I haven't seen it as much. But um, again, there's just some weird things about this movie. Um, you know, not only about the story that I mentioned, but some like just animation stuff that I don't really love. Um, that I don't think is aged well, which isn't the movie's fault. It's just, you know, that's when it was made. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we'll look back at something like the Grinch movie and that didn't age well either. Um, yeah, overall good time. Let me know what you thought of the movie, where it kind of ranks in your hierarchy of Christmas movies. You know, even if it's specifically like the animated ones, let me know where it ranks. Um, let me know what you thought. And... I think that's pretty much it pretty much it for the movie um like i said this is christmas week yesterday dropped off a, a sweet little grinch grinch episode uh the the new grinch 2018 i think it came out and uh, we do have more more movies coming out this week so check those out when they drop um i think that's it um yeah what do what do i normally plug at the end of episodes i don't know nothing watch more episodes uh like i said links for youtube for all the podcast platforms twitter all that stuff let me know other than christmas let me know what other episodes other like shows and movies you want to see and yep that's it so until next time um don't don't go through the puppet train car uh never a good sign literally never <laughs> just just visually i would just avoid that train car completely i would just say you know what not going through let's go up and over up and over and just skip to the next train car